there my fellow people how have you been this is bhavna and i am back with something new recently i stumbled upon a catchy post on linkedin which directed me towards an interesting piece by freeman j dyson called birds and frogs reading it was a delight which i want to share with you all birds and frogs selected papers 1990 to 2014 freeman j dyson chapter 2.3 birds and frogs francis bacon and rene descartes some mathematicians are birds others are frogs birds fly high in the air and survey broad vistas of mathematics out to the far horizon they delight in concepts that unify our thinking and bring together diverse problems from different parts of the landscape frogs live in the mud below and see only the flowers that grow nearby they delight in the details of particular objects and they solve problems one at a time i happen to be a frog but many of my best friends are birds the main theme of my talk tonight is this mathematics needs both birds and frogs mathematics is rich and beautiful because birds give it broad visions and frogs give it intricate details mathematics is both great art and important science because it combines generality of concepts with depth of structures it is stupid to claim that birds are better than frogs because they see farther or that frogs are better than birds because they see deeper the world of mathematics is both broad and deep and we need birds and frogs working together to explore it at the beginning of the 17th century two great philosophers francis bacon in england and rene descartes in france proclaimed the birth of modern science descartes was a bird and bacon was a frog each of them described his vision of the future their visions were very different bacon said all depends on keeping the eye steadily fixed on the facts of nature descartes said i think therefore i am according to bacon scientists should travel over the earth collecting facts until the accumulated facts reveal how nature works the scientists will then induce from the facts the laws that nature obeys according to descartes scientists should stay at home and deduce the laws of nature by pure thought in order to deduce the laws correctly the scientists will need only the rules of logic and knowledge of the existence of god for 400 years since bacon and descartes led the way science had raced ahead by following both paths simultaneously neither baconian empiricism nor cartesian dogmatism has the power to elucidate nature's secrets by itself but to, but both together have been amazingly successful for 400 years english scientists have tended to be baconian and french scientists cartesian faraday darwin and rutherford were baconians pascal laplace and poincare were cartesians science was greatly enriched by the cross fertilization of the two con- contrasting national cultures both cultures were always at work in both countries newton was at heart a cartesian using pure thought as descartes intended 
and using it to demolish the Cartesian dogma of vortices. Marie Curie was at heart a Baconian, boiling tons of crude uranium ore to demolish the dogma of the indestructibility of atoms. In the history of 20th century mathematics, there were two decisive events, one belonging to the Baconian tradition and the other to the Cartesian tradition. The first was the International Congress of Mathematicians in Paris in 1900, at which Hilbert gave the keynote address, charting the course of mathematics for the coming century by propounding his famous list of 23 outstanding unsolved problems. Hilbert himself was a bird, flying high over the whole territory of mathematics, but he addressed his problems to the frogs who would solve them one at a time. The second decisive event was the formation of the Bourbaki group of mathematicians in France in the 1930s, dedicated to publishing a series of textbooks that would establish a unifying framework for all of the mathematics. The Hilbert problems were enormously successful in guiding mathematical research into fruitful directions. Some of them were solved and some remain unsolved, but almost all of them stimulated the growth of new ideas and new fields of mathematics. The Bourbaki project was equally influential. It changed the style of mathematics for the next 50 years, imposing a logical coherence that did not exist before and moving the emphasis from concrete examples to abstract generalities. In the Bourbaki scheme of things, mathematics is the abstract structure included in the Bourbaki textbooks. What is not in the te textbooks is not mathematics. Concrete examples, since they do not appear in the textbooks, are not mathematics. The Bourbaki program was the extreme expression of the Cartesian style of mathematics. It narrowed the scope of mathematics by excluding the beautiful flowers that Baconian travelers might collect by the wayside. This concludes the Bacon and Descartes section of Birds and Frogs. Dyson's Baconian bird-eye view on the history of mathematics was a beautiful gem that appeared in front of me at just the right time. I am so much thankful to the LinkedIn post that led me till here. Looking forward to know more. Till then, have a good time.